This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. I thought you were making a reference to the opening of today's episode. Oh, no. Oh, no. no that would have been good. But no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, today's episode. Yeah. We should get to I it. I continue to feel like a dick starting saying, welcome, good listeners. I feel like good listeners is super dorky. You don't. But... Yeah. You don't have to. No. Yeah. You don't have to. Oh, do we that. don't have to do that? <laughs> no. I, I thought never... we made a decision about it. <laughs> the, the decision was that no, there was no decision. It, it, it was. It was an organic thing that I that I started, and but you can stop it. It's fine. I'm not. You can always say it. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Welcome back to the vertical watering hole. <laughs> Thanks for coming back for another week. My name is Sarah. I am one of your hosts. I'm halfway through season ten, and I'll watch the other half in a few years when we get there. Um, that's my Stargate knowledge, and I have a bad memory, so I won't do spoilers because I can't. Uh, yeah, and I'm Tori, your other host. Love the movie, never saw the show, started it in the pandemic with Sarah. We're continuing through. And so, yeah, this is my latest episode. So, yeah, we're not veterans to this at all. We're, we're straight noobs. So if you're down for that or not down for that, listen anyway. Yeah, you should listen anyway because fresh takes. And as somebody emailed to us, our, our, our only friend of the show, Mike, said can't get can't get enough stargate so why not this yeah see that's why fan bases are awesome they're just they're thirsty everyone's (laughs) thirsty for shit i just don't care as long as it's more i mean that's how i I, yeah that's how i feel about star trek podcasts honestly is i'm just like oh that show's amazing is anyone talking about it (laughs) i want to hear a conversation two nobodies i'll take two nobodies (laughs) <laughs> although, 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 yeah, the Greatest Generation are they nobodies now? No, they're they're no, somebody. No, they're somebody. They've turned they into were, somebodies. I believe they were somebodies on day one because they're like they're in the biz. They were, they were, yeah, they were doing something. Before yeah, um, yeah, and they were, they went about it like, and they had like a friend to name should like they don't want to mention anymore anyway. Yeah. And who was with Max Fun Network? And <laughs> oh. got, I, all we know is the owner's um, god da- god sister. So that's all we know. <laughs> super fucked. And we also know anything. that 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 road has never been opened, or yeah. that door has never been windows never been looked through. I mean, she she's down, but apparently nothing happens. <laughs> that wasn't this podcast. That was our last podcast. I just don't know if I want to ask her to send another podcast. <laughs> I was like, no, no, it's nothing. <laughs> This podcast better, but it is it is uh, pretty <clears throat> uncomfortably close to <laughs> other people's formats. <laughs> Although to be fair, I can't stolen, help that. I've sampled from multiple podcasts the format for for that I've that I've contributed. Yeah, it's all we can do. It's all we can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a little babysitters club club in there. Nice. All right. Well, yeah. Let's let's get into today's episode. This is oh. S- oh, season three. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, you mean season three, episode 15, pretense? 
pretense. Mm. Or uh, save the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, episode 15, Humans, a dumbest ape in the room story. <sighs> um, and then my other one is not, it's just Lord Sapakna. Oh, okay. He, this was his episode, I believe. Nice, nice. Episode belongs to him. God, now I'm like thinking about the actual title pretense. And that's, yeah, it's all right. But we, no, we can do better. Those are better. Uh, I have one, episode 15, card was cats coming home to roost. <laughs> uh, uh, episode 15, what's in a name? Yeah, episode 15, how to make everyone feel small and insignificant in 100 days or less. <laughs> yes. I, a, a uh, Tolan story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, episode 15 remnant personality great album no, that this is good for all of it and uh finally uh episode 15 body autonomy is it so hard to grasp i love it um i believe it's called um remnants of scara Ooh. Like although i guess that's a good album name too yeah Shit. we should get is it a good band name as well Mm, well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That could Eponymous. Be a little uh, death metal band, uh, something like that. Emo, yeah. emo metal. I don't know. I don't even know emo metal. I'm, neither, I'm sure it exists. <laughs> I'm sure it exists. Googling that right now. All right. Well, this episode was directed by David Worry Smith. You know, gave us hits as There But For The Grace Of God, Prisoners, Bane, and Holiday with our, with our boy Michello. Stuff like that. Oh, okay, well, I I think I liked all those episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he, 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 he's, he's killing it. Um, yeah. And written by Catherine Powers. Uh, all right. Episodes include Thor's Hammer, Thor's Chariot, mm. and Family. So mm. she's got the, the, the Thor arc going on. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I liked those episodes oh. as which explains how I'm medium. I, you know, spoiler alert for the podcast. I'm medium on today's episode. <laughs> Is that meh? That's a meh, right? Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. Meh seems a little meh this episode. more negative than I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's get, uh, let's get start. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Well, before we do that, Stop. there's, there's a situation happening. I forgot about this segment again. All right. It's an emergency. Arbitrary. We This podcast is so boring. Uh, right now, we need some arbitrary tension. Oh, my God. Let's go. We let's... need a timer. We need a countdown. I, well, uh, we got the timer. Um, we have the situation. It's going to blow up unless you summarize this whole episode. Uh, glasses is ready to, on standby to start the timer. Are you ready, Sarah, for I'm, this emergency? I, it doesn't matter. Great. Go. Okay, so uh, somehow uh, Skara gets hold of Chlorel's thing and he like flies to the Tolan planet and then they have a trial to see who gets, who wins the body. And um, that's what happens. I want to get No, 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 beep, beep, beep. That was... That was a pre. That was a pretense of a summary. Uh, uh, no, we're we're we are dead. <laughs> I got I got scared in the middle. <laughs> I mean, I realized I should have talked about right at the part where I went. And that that 
that's what happens. I was like, I don't know how much time I have left. And I know I need to talk about the, the go old trying to blow up the Tolan. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the teal, the teal Carter backstory or B plot. Oh man. I just went a plot all the way and I didn't want to spoil it in case you, you know, there are people who are like, Oh, do I have to watch that show to listen to your podcast? And I was like, not really. We're summarizing the show. Yeah, actually, that made me think. Like, I guess we do give spoilers for the sh- for this the episodes in particular. We just mm-hmm. don't give we just don't give you know we don't have all the information. We don't have the context of the entire series in retrospect. That's the spoilers we don't have, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um. But uh. So yeah, we're. Fresh. I am gonna finish. You know, I'm gonna finish season ten just so next next week I can say something different. <laughs> I'm tired of saying I'm halfway through season 10. All right. So the episode starts and it's space fight, crash down, movie boy, blase crowd. That's that's the beginning. Well, I I called them an emo band just hanging out. (laughs) Oh, well, and I forgot. I forgot to say this aired January 21st, 2000. So this was the episode after a break. After the millennium. We're in the 2000s. Yeah, Alrighty. we're in the 2000s now. And, and the computer survived. Phew. But no, I, I thought that because, yeah, we start in this sweet space dogfight and like it's pretty big CGI budget here. So I'm thinking, yeah, they they went in hard with the mm-hmm. with the season continuing after the after the new year started. Yeah, that's they, they saved a little budge. They didn't use it all up in the first half. It, it looks good. And it also made me think like, look good. man, it's 2000, it's 2000 new millennium. Like if I had turned on, like I had just returned home from Florida, re- mm-hmm. ready to go back to college after taking, mm-hmm. a, you know, a summer and semester off. If I had just turned on Showtime, a, like a couple weeks after returning home. You'd have been hooked. I, I, I would. This would have been the first episode I would have seen. What do you think that would have meant? I don't know how are, I just, you know. I don't know. I bet it would have made you watch it. The skew skews in a weird direction. Yeah. Anyway. It does look cool. Then, you know, we are on the. So anyways, Sam's uh, boyfriend serves MacGyver with a court (laughs) summons. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, hang on. Maybe you do have to watch the show. (laughs) Summary, it doesn't make sense. Well, no, yeah, well, let's roll back. One of the dogfighters crashes on the planet, and this is where oh, yeah. the the people just the emo band just chilling out, literally. Are just I thought I covered. It. I thought I covered that with the two words "crash down." <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're right. Go ahead. But you these just... no, these motherfuckers in like in like casual dress clothes in the middle of the Canadian forest. They look like they're at the mall, <laughs> like on Earth. So. Like right out, like standing outside of a, uh, yeah, like a GQ or something like that. Like their agent was like, you have to bring your own wardrobe. Just bring something that looks sort of <laughs> other planet-y. <laughs> we spent it all on that dog fight 10 seconds yeah. before. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, the the fighter crashes. They they go to it. It's, it's uh, Scara and it's Scara, not Chlorel. Yeah. He says, help me. It looks horrible. And the crowd is just like, huh, Wow. <laughs> wow man like whatever they don't they're like not worried about i don't know a gas a fuel tank exploding they're not igniting they're not worried about the too worried about um chlorel slash scara 
Scarl. They're not worried. They're just Kara. They're, let's call him Kara. Kara. <laughs> they're like, hey man, have, have you ever heard of Remnant of Scara? They're pretty good. Yeah. Great band. They're, they're like, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, you're Scara. Like, Holy it's, shit. It's like whatever. Oh yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> and then we have the intro, which I am like, I like the intro better before. Yay. Yeah. Whatever. We all know that. Um. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we get to the gate room, which is already on red alert. Right. The iris is is looking bumpy. Losing integrity. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, again, I'm going to say I I'm going to say they're a little blase about that, too. They're like, oh, it's losing integrity. Well, shit. Well, let's just watch and see what happens. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Nobody's panicking. Nobody's like, get another barrier. Nobody's like, close the blast shield, whatever they call it. I mean, they do have, you know, they do have their Marines roll in, uh, guns cocked, ready to rock for whatever uh, is going to come through. What what morphs through the fucking gate, I didn't expect this. Hmm. It's fucking is Morris. Schroding, Schrodinger, <laughs> the cat. And then then Carter's no Carter's like hold fire (laughs) just in case the Marines were like Jesus they're sentient cats like I mean I guess cats are sentient but you know what I mean there's like intelligent technologically intelligent cat life on holy shit no she knew these itchy trigger finger motherfuckers yeah (laughs) don't shoot my cat well, yeah, the cat's like, yeah, okay, hey, hey. She rolls over and it's already like splayed out. It's like, you never thought you'd see me again, huh, you dick? I know. She was like, I fucking tried to get rid of this cat. Fuck. Yeah, this but is like, all feigning. You, at the beginning of this series and in the movie, like, it is something to go through the Stargate. It's not just walk like walking through a door. And that cat should be coming out of that, like, back arched hair raised hissing at people (laughs) that would have been so cool (laughs) saunters through like a little freaked out at least that thing they do where they starfish oh yeah they're like yeah you would have gotten shot let's be let's be real that's true (laughs) yeah that's pretty smart that's one that's one smart cat (laughs) picked up something from the tolan he's so smart anyway after him comes nareem sam's oh, old, uh, oh, little boyfriend who wears who i i'm good with nareem except for that he tucks his pants into his boots like that mm. i don't like that mm. man this dude is charismatic though shit like yeah he's, he is he's, I, mean, I would date that guy yeah 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 he's he's just like hey guys so he's like apologies for you know just you know, just br- brushing off your 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 little your little metal butthole over here. Sorry about that. Anyway, and, and so Hammond, Hammond, <laughs> Daddy Hammond, to say to say face, Daddy's oh. like, oh no, you're always welcome here. So I don't you're, you're cool. care. You're cool. I would have let I would have let you break down the integrity of my iris anyway. So <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> He's got to save face. All those all those Marines in there. All those SFs probably. <laughs> you're silent laughing I saw, again. I saw. <laughs> Shit. Oh <laughs> uh, no, you made me do the snort laugh that explicitly our podcast says not to do. This whole podcast end. is literally just uh silence from me and snort laughing from Sarah. <laughs> and that's that's our that's our best. That's our highest level. That's when yeah. we're having a great time. <laughs> All you hear is snorting and a slight in the background. And only one of us is taking gin today. Oh, it's it's, it's coming in. It's it's happening. 
But like I said, Sam's boyfriend basically serves MacGyver with a court summons to go to a triad. And he's like, so smart. He's like the smartest guy in the room, but he's like, what's a trial? <laughs> when they're like, oh, you mean like a trial? And he's like, what's a trial? <laughs> That's not even what they said. They didn't say trial. You're so smart. Like, well, fuck, Dan- fuck the Tolan. Daniel, well, no, Daniel does it first. He's like, he's like trying to, he's trying to be funny. You know, oh. he's like, triad, no, trial. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right, guys? Oh, I should have paid close. You know what? I and even Nareem's it. like, I don't get it, but I know that's not funny. I can tell by the I room. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell nobody thinks your jokes are funny. So also, basically, he tells them about Scara slash, well, he tells them about Kara. And at hearing Scara's name and that possibly Scara is going to get his freedom from Chlorel. I'm going to say they were also the gate gang was pretty blase in the briefing room. Yes, they were. Like, yeah. I don't like was the direction like, give me less, less, in- less intensity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was, he was like, he was like, Hey, MacGyver, did you see the movie? Like they had a real relationship, Jack and Scara. And mm-hmm. MacGyver's like, I'm retired basically. Yeah. He's like, whatever, you let Sam make all of the contraptions that save us in this show. <laughs> I'll say she's my She's the MacGyver quips. now. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll just say my quips and she's the MacGyver now. And it's fine. Well, yeah, the Scar Scar asked, but Scar asked for them personally. So they 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 yeah. should roll over there. And they're rolling to Tolana, which is the new world that they have found. And yeah. that's, I mean, that's pretty lazy. That's like the earth being called Humana. Uh, What's in a name? I don't know. I mean, it's called, I feel like it's, isn't it called dirt? <laughs> I like that. It's better. It's a dirt. <laughs> Great band name. <laughs> there probably is a band called oh, dirt. Oh, yeah. At least one. Um, yeah. So it's gorgeous. What a sweet looking planet. It looks, it's so future. And Daniel's just keeps muttering about they're way smarter than we are. They're way smarter than we are. They're way smarter than we are. It is under his skin to not be the smartest person in the room. Yeah. yeah By his own estimation, because frankly, Sam is always the smartest person in the room. Mm -hmm. But Daniel's like, "Mm, but I brought my dick. So it's me. (laughs) Did not leave it at home this time. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, this plan, it, it kind of like where they gate out of, it kind of looks like North Seattle community college. Hey, that's pretty. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I guess so. I mean, I, I, I think it's just cement with a scattering of trees really, you know? Oh, all right. Well, I was, I was sold. Oh, oh. I was like, Oh, they're on a fancy planet. Oh no, no. It looks good. And, and the fact that they've been there for what? Six months nine months yeah yeah something like that and they've already they've already have like a huge capital building all this and shit. A big like a big um remember in the 80s the star wars missile defense system and there's works oh yeah apparently yeah <laughs> they got all um, sorts of shit they got all sorts of shit like they've got weapon killing rays okay okay yeah i have a question for you on this all right so, yeah they, they and neil gets pissed He's like, yeah, we bring these here for a reason. And Nareem's like, oh, he's like, why? You could have told us. So, Sarah, should Nareem have told them about this? 
Here's what I think. I think it's a cultural issue. I think Nareem didn't even occur because they're, they haven't been to war. We find out in generations, I think it didn't weapons don't occur to Nareem. So he didn't care to mention it. It didn't seem like, Oh, this will be a big deal. You can't bring your weapons Mm -hmm. or you can bring them, but we're going to disable them. Well, I was just thinking, you know, they just have to lug them. They have to lug them around. I mean, they're you know, not they light. don't, they don't. It, he tells them that he, that they, they can put them down <laughs> and they don't. Well, and then did you notice the Teal'c? I noticed this even before this scene that he did not have his spear nor gun with them. And then when they get disabled, he's like, I didn't feel the need to bring any guns back at base. Yeah, so the question, Tori, I have for you <laughs> is should Teal'c have told them? <laughs> He's fucking with them. He's fu- he's, yeah. he, he's enjoying it. I, t- I told you he's funny. He's like, look, I got both hands. I'm yeah. not carrying shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could skip. I could jump. I could cartwheel. I had nothing weighing me down. This is this is a cakewalk of a mission. And hey, uh, just quick F- uh, FYI. Mm-hmm. This gun disabler technology, that would solve a lot of fucking problems. Oh my God, that would solve so many motherfucking problems. Just create the tech that shuts that shit down. Yeah, and he's like all weapons. It's just that's some have them in public spaces. Yeah, that's so much better than a detector. Bam. Which which apparently we also don't have in public spaces because what a hassle. (laughs) Um, I'd rather I'd rather feel like I might get shot every time I go anywhere where the crowds. (laughs) I I I, you know as a kid I thought we'd have those total recall X ray machines everywhere at this point, but we don't. Yeah, I thought we'd have a lot of shit. <laughs> but to be fair, because of Total Recall, I also thought we'd have SPF 2000 sunscreen. So I'm glad we don't have SPF. that. Oh, that would have been so, She's so like, nice. Now that, remember the commercial for it in, I think it's Total Recall too. She's like, now that the ozone layer has gone. Yeah, yeah. And she's like put, putting this blue crap all over her body, but her eyes aren't protected. But she's like, see you by the pool. <laughs> And it's a great ad. It's Fucking a great fake it. commercial in a movie. Um, any, any hoozles. Uh, yeah. MacGyver's pissed as fuck. He's like, this isn't cool. How do we defend ourselves? The Tolan are like, are you, what you think we're going to attack you? And he's like, not the issue. This is, this is about me, not you. And, um, he's like, I, you know, there's a guarantee of your safety. And MacGyver's like, Ooh, is there is there a money back if you're not completely alive guarantee? <laughs> but he's a he puts a little more um smart ass into it than I did. That was a good. Well, so they go and meet High Counselor Travel and she yeah. informs them about this whole thing. Oh, but before she does, um Daniel who is sick of not being the smartest man in the room which he thinks is the smartest person in the room is like, you know, actually Nareem didn't explain this too well. <laughs> is it? That's how he says it Yeah, right it in is. front of Nareem. It is. Yeah. Instead of saying, Oh, we didn't really get the four one one. He's like, mm. Nareem, he implies Nareem tried to explain it, but you know, well, yeah, yeah. No, uh, so we, we learn there's two parties with the beef. They're called seekers. Mm-hmm. And then there's two archons uh, for either party that are in sympathy with either party. And right. one archon your... is neutral. Right. So you got your plaintiff, your defendant, and then a neutral person, which seems to be the jury. They're not all archons. It's a jury of one. And I don't even. 
like she she would have been an archon if she had also had arguments to make i guess at some point she piped in but she piped in the way a judge would pipe in well, no, see, oh, no, no. well, no, I, 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 I thought, I thought it was a very, at the least interesting, this concept that this framework of conceptualizing the judges, the lawyers and the jury as basically one thing. Yeah. Like you use one word to conceptualize them. Cause like the lawyer for the defense could vote for the prosecution if they're so swayed. I mean, I know. How often do you think that happens? Probably not that often, but the concept is sound. And at least yeah, a, yeah. there's a framework for it. I mean, there's a framework here too. The DA can be like, you know what? Oh, well. <laughs> or the, can the defense lawyer be like, oh, that dude's guilty. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, you're right. You're absolutely and they right. <laughs> and they shouldn't be able to. <laughs> oh, man. They shouldn't. Absolutely not. I would not. Like, how would I get a good defense? Okay. You, you, you call in your boys on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you call in your surrogate fathers. They bring Kara out. Yeah. And um, there's this cool, or they bring them to Kara, and there's this creepy ass computer device on his chest. And when the light's blue, you're talking to um, Scara. Mm-hmm. And when it's red, you're talking to Chlorel. Mm-hmm. And it gives. Somehow, I don't know how they decide to switch back and forth because they each have like equal control. I would feel like it would be a fight the whole time. I mean, I thought it was like some like person in the background with a button. (laughs) Yeah, let's say it is. Let's just go with that because otherwise I'm like, I don't get it. But I was like, given the Goa'uld too much time, let's let's. It's it's cool toy. And then Jack's like, cool toy. Can we get a few of those? Yes. And then um, they're, they are prime directive it out of having it. They, these, again, the Tolan have a prime directive. And now we get to see what it's like to be on the shitty end of that stick. Mm-hmm. Prime directive is some bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, this is an answer to so many problems just specific it's it's, logistically it's just perfect like who needs the asgards trifling asses when the tolan have this what are the asgards offered offered um a a warlike mentality (laughs) (laughs) that's all they offer over the tolan and the Knox. yeah no it's fucked up man but i am saying this one goa old slash and host in front of them why wouldn't they be like an asylum planet where if you Mm. had the will if you had the power which is really rare to overwhelm your go old um implant and get yourself onto tolan i mean the fuck Ooh, well, well, uh, well, they should take that. They should call the Tokra immediately. Well, put it, put a pin in that because I, I had the, I had the exact same thought, uh, right. about, about like when we see Scara for the first time, it's Scara. But, yeah. and I was like, yeah, like, like he's immediately like himself, like he got himself there. But at the same time, I was also thinking, what if that was Chlorel being strategic? Oh shit. That makes even more sense actually. Cause I was like, wow, he really has. Yeah. That's probably right. 
Good job, Tori. Well, <laughs> well, I have another. I'll, we'll talk about it later. There's a reason, but anyway. But no, but you're absolutely right. Like this, like not just this could solve so many of the Earthlings' problems. So much shit. Well, you know, and these are crimes against whatever the word for humanity would be. If you take into account the humans that have been and and other species that are spattered, smattered all over the sprinkled, a little soups on here, soups on here of humans, thanks to the gold, it's crimes against humanity, sentient sanity, sentient sanity, (laughs) crimes against personality. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, 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 well. Otherwise known as personhood. We'll le- we'll learn that even the Tolan, you know, they're a little they're a little uh, you know, backwards in this as well. We'll find out in a triad. I know. Well, the fact that there is a triad tells me everything I need to know about the Tolan. <laughs> they're they're like they're the people. They're like, but should you punch a Nazi? Aren't you just as bad as <laughs> if you punch a Nazi? Aren't you just as bad as a Nazi? That's the Tolan. Fear silent. No, Tori silent laughing. Again, giving some hilarious. The microphone's picking it up. Don't worry about oh, that. Really? Yeah. Half again. Uh, half the podcast is just uh, <laughs> in the background. Okay. Well, yeah. So, but anyway, like Scar is like, oh, O'Neill, Daniel, and I was like, come on, O'Neill. O'Neill rolls up to him. I'm like, hug your friend, dude. Dude, they're both so blasé again. That's one of their like little chat, little, little, like little bro. Like if they did a little brother's little sister's program at the down at the wire, the whatever center that's at. And the other one, it's like his little brother-in-law. It's yeah. like his little bro. And they're both just like, whatever. What's up, Scara? Yeah. Like everyone's so emo in this episode. <laughs> Let's call it the emo episode. Let's just call it the yeah, emo episode. Yeah, why didn't episode. we work that into a title? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe O'Neill was worried about pushing the button. That, that was my thought. Oh, like the button on the chest? They're just, yeah, they're just pensive. You know, yeah, they're oh, still a little pensive. O'Neill didn't want to hug him because he was like, you know, I wish that men would think of that when bringing me in for a hug because <laughs> like my my breasts do not like to be squeezed against like, really solid man flesh like why i'm always like oof ouch hey look hey hey, look the the thought always has to cross your mind when when hugging a woman you're like all right how much leeway all right can't do it too much but don't want to give a bad hug so you have to find you and not be weird about it so you gotta like (laughs) that explains a lot of hugs i've gotten yeah you you got you (laughs) You don't, you don't, yeah, you don't, you want to be considerate, but you also don't want to like, you know, be like, you know, yeah, you know about it. So it's a fine line. So any hoozles, like they're like, well, who is the acorn for chlorel? And they're like, oh, the acorn for chlorel is this guy who is like steals all of his scenes. And I don't know why he wasn't in more stuff. He does the best fucking sneer ever like i've never enjoyed and he's so charismatic i've never enjoyed like hating a character so much which probably isn't true but it feels like that i mean i probably liked hating walter white a little bit Mm. more but i don't know if this guy had his whole show where he was making blue meth i probably like this guy better or love to hate him better no 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 yeah no this is uh this is kevin durand 
uh, I know this actor. And when it, when he came in, I was like, wow, because, because he's not like, he's not like tier a celebrity, but yeah. like, he's been in a lot of stuff. Like, I totally know his name. And I think it's because the first time I watched this a year ago, I, I, I am DB'd him because I was like, I love this guy. And he usually plays like sort of like, yeah, arrogant, like snooty guys, usually on the villain side. Like he was in Lost. Uh, he was in Cosmopolis, uh, Noah, all sorts and like all sorts of television series. Well, yeah, no, no. Kevin Durand is awesome. He, he does the smugness of a go out old. This is what a go out old would be. Yeah. And why did they cast him into like a more regular ghoul old fucking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Apo- I mean, Apophis is the actor of Apophis. He does a, do a good go out old too, but he's like a rank. He's like a top tier guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, this is like a lower tier go out old who's like trying to come up and right. it just does he's, it perfectly. He's like, he's like, sneer for the job you want. <laughs> and he does it. He pulls it off amazingly. Yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah, so he's he's uh, Clarell's archon, and MacGyver is rightly pissed at this surprise. Not only has his weapons have his weapons been surprised, disabled, but they've been surprised, disabled. He was told he was he was told this was a safe space, and the motherfucking Gould come in. That's that's some bullshit. <laughs> Well, and the go out Wold and Jaffa are probably not having a great time either. They're like, we have to be like, we're disabled. We don't have power in the situation. This oh, is right. fucked up. That's like right. no one's having a good, like the toll, the Toland are making everybody feel shitty. <laughs> well, but what the Toland don't realize is that weapons can be things that aren't weapons, <laughs> which we'll find out later. They can be space balls. Oh, space balls. Yeah. Well, so we, uh, he's the archon for Scar. We learned that O'Neill, Scar is like, he can't choose. O'Neill is strong. Daniel is wise. If I only he knew Sam Carter better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't know them that much, but he's like, can I have both? Can I have both of them? They're like, oh, yeah, totally. Oh, did we not you tell want. you? Oh, I'm sorry. We haven't really laid this out very well for you. <laughs> we should have given you a binder at the very least. You should have had like a month to study it. But they, Yeah, they can do it, but they only get one vote. So. The acorn for neutral. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh my I God. W- explain. I have so many questions. Why can't it be a Tolan? Why can't a Tolan be neutral? Why do they need a Nox? And if they're getting a Nox, why didn't they get Quark? Quark, uh, Quark's doing something. He's busy. Yeah, I know Quark's probably got another gig, but maybe he doesn't. No, no, it's it's <laughs> Li- it's Laya. Uh, hippie, yeah. Hippie's in the house. I like her. I just would have been more excited if it had been Quark. Obviously. I thought it was going to be an Asgard. Like I was like, oh fuck, uh... oh fuck, no, not Thor, not Thor. Well, Thor could never be neutral because they're at war with the gold. Oh, that's true. In a way, they're like, at, they have kind of a, what, an armistice. Tense relations. Tense relations. Tense. <laughs> but so I was somewhat happy to see the Knox. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, thank um, God, the Knox. <laughs> you know, the Knox think they're so cool and like they don't have any of the frailties. Like hippies. Of, of humanity. Yeah. But did you see how much time she spends weaving branches, pink branches into her hair? Yeah. Do you think they're just growing out of her head? They might be. That's why she, no that's idea. why she's late later. 
Not because of the pl- not because of hair. the plan, because of her hair. <laughs> I noticed. So okay, so yeah, it starts now, and so they go into the triad room, the, the courtroom, which is is pretty sweet. Although I do notice in the background that the Tolan really like terracotta pots, and I'm like, are those straight from from Italy? <laughs> where where do they get those from? But the arguments, I guess they must be opening statements. They're like, I didn't know that an opening statement could be two sentences. But they're short. I mean, the whole thing is a little short, it seems to me. But. I mean, I was on a jury for like a, a misdemeanor. Opening statements were longer than this. <laughs> longer than this, this episode, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. Okay. But it was, it was a good jury to be on. I enjoyed it. Well, the the first thing that happens is that like, Travell's like, let's begin. And then O'Neill immediately starts talking. And Zapakna, just mm-hmm. like the contingent in that one episode when the Gaul ruled her at the base, this is their tactic. He immediately calls them out. He's like, these guys aren't following the, the law, the rules. They're just speaking out of yeah. turn. And how, when did the Gould get the Tolan court rules? Because it doesn't seem like the humans got it. O- O'Neill nev- never gets the instruction manual. They're, he's never no. given the instruction. People just don't give you know him what? stuff. <laughs> the, Tolans is, the Tolan are as bad as the Asgard. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. They're kind of fucking. Yeah, I'm, I was going to say worse, but they're as bad. Fuck the Tolan. Well, so Zapakna gets to go first. And his his first his take is just basically that Scar was under Goa'uld law when it happened, and so it was it's lawful. That's basically his argument. And then, uh, and then they give Scar a turn. Yeah, the turns are weird and confusing because I'm just gonna say real quick because we talked about how O'Neill was told don't oh, don't interrupt <laughs> um, Zapakna several times, um, but. Zapakna is allowed to interrupt O'Neill like a motherfucker. That later. is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like fuck this triad. Yeah. And like, shouldn't the neutral attorney be like objection? Oh yeah, no, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't do any of that. I don't even know if you can object in this in this sitch. I don't know. It's weird. Well, and let's first off to say for the fact that it's kind of this is kind of a weird trial because the seekers are in the same body. You know what I'm saying? Like that's wild. They're, that's they're the, like yeah, we usually set trial. up we usually set up two chairs, but I guess we <laughs> we're sans one chair for this trial. It's cool. Oh my god, a million percent. I would have loved it if there were two chairs. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and the and they had to switch chairs. <laughs> See, Scar wouldn't like that because Scar like that hamming up like the Scar is like exhausted. He's constantly tired. Like this whole thing mm-hmm. makes it like it's physically debilitating to be a host when you're the one in control or whatever. He would he would have hated it. And his basic his argument is basically, yeah, it's my body, body autonomy. That's basically his argument. It's my I was body. born to this fucking body, motherfucker. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty set in stone. Pretty straightforward. So then finally, O'Neill and Daniel get to go. The dynamic court duo. And D- Daniel just does, he doesn't do much. He does, he, he, he just does some dunking on raw. Like <laughs> he's like, yeah, raw. Yeah. Was he a God actually? No. Oh, oh, he, oh, he wasn't. Oh, he God? wasn't. And he's dead. Oh. He died. Right. How'd he die? Oh, he got. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. Me motherfucker. 
two thumbs pointed this way. And his whole thing is like, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, he he wasn't uh, he was a false leader, so the, all the laws were forfeit. They don't mean anything. That was his argument. <laughs> oh shit! Like that's a good argument. I didn't even notice that was his argument. I was like, I wonder why he's talking about raw. That seems irrelevant. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty sweet argument. So, but so then, yeah, this is when Zapakna goes the PETA route. Oh, where he talks about that he makes a chat chat. He's like, yeah. oh, do you eat goats? Yeah. Do yeah. you like milk cows? I don't know what they actually have on. Um, oh, fuck. I forgot the name of the planet they're from. Well, yeah. Abydos, Abydos, Abydos. It's a desert planet. There, there's not many. We don't we didn't see right. many in the movie. Do you milk camels, motherfucker? Yeah, those monster camels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. I bet they brought some camels along. Um. You know, you can't just take humans somewhere and not take like some of their some of their ecosystem with them. Um, it's sort of like if you put a bug in a jar, you can't you, know, you can put a spider in a jar. You can't never put a fly in there. You put some humans on Abydos. You've got to supply them with some camels. Mm-hmm. Any hoozles. He's like, so, yeah, you, you treat them like chattel. Well, that's because you say they're chattel. They're not sentient. That's because you say they're not sentient. And that's what we have to say about you. Boom. He feels like that's a real dry, real uh, mic drop. Well, yeah, yeah, because O'Neill retort, he's like, humans are self-aware. And Zipakna is like, well, it's all, you know, like, we think you're chattel, so what's up? Yeah, he's like, I don't think you're self-aware. Which is really weird because, like, I mean, let's say someone could speak dolphin because apparently they have, like, a whole language and might be, like, the smartest other animal. Those two ladies from back in the day. Yeah, those they spoke dolphin. Yeah. Well, like really, like, like really could like interpret it into any human language. Then like, how would somebody stand there and hear them say something like actually philosophically speaking, (laughs) you know, and say like, well, I don't think you're sentient. So there mic drop. It's so silly. Oh, I thought I thought you meant once we actually get to talk to dolphins, they'll, they'll that's the, what I'm saying. The, the dolphins will be like, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes more sense. I love dolphins would be like, actually, we don't think you're sentient. Yeah. <laughs> mic drop. That's actually would be a mic. You drop. guys just hang out in the sun all day, even though it kills you outside outside of the waterland. Fuck. Even though that kills you. And then you pollute all the outside the waterland, even though that kills you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Zapakna's like, yeah, we're superior. So there you go. And then and then Daniel rolls in and then does does some more dunking. Because he's like, Yeah, "Yeah, you guys are superior. Like, how where'd you get all your technology? Oh, that's not that you didn't make that. You didn't make that. You didn't invent that. You didn't invent that. So you've just been stealing shit this whole time. Snap. That's right. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good because they're not superior. Yeah, their technology doesn't make them superior. And this is right up the alley of both the Knox and the Tolan because they think their technology makes them superior because oh, they wow. made it. Yeah, is Daniel being super subversive right now? Like super you know, subtle? Listen, <laughs> Daniel is smart. <laughs> <laughs> when he wants to be. When he, when he, when he, when he... <laughs> I mean, is he misguided socially speaking? Oh, yes. But he is smart. I mean, come on. 
I mean, okay, to be fair, he wouldn't be on the team if he weren't so smart. Well, and then speaking of a different kind of smart is O'Neill goes the emotional route because he knows that he's got to get to the Knox. He's got to get to Laia. She's the vote. And so he's like, Scara, you tell us about what you're feeling. And so Scara goes into it, you know, he's like, it's the worst. It's worse than death every day. And obviously, and like, as I was saying, whenever he's in control, he's like physically debilitated. Like it's, 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 it's torture. Like yeah, it's always it's, torture. It's and, horrible. and the camera pans to Laia. I think she's just like, hmm. Ooh, interesting. Oh well, <laughs> I mean, she's really she's a impacts me. she's a hippie though. Like O'Neill, O'Neill's playing to his audience. Like it's a different, you know. Uh, That's true. I mean, spoiler alert. I, I do like this episode because uh, I think I think there is a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. So the next yes, and the next argument we get, I I think the Pakna, he makes the nothing of the host survives argument, <laughs> which I was like, listen, uh, motherfucker, you were just on PETA's side. Now you're saying fish don't have any feelings. And so it's okay to eat them. I mean, it's blatantly false. Yeah. It's... And they're like, he's like, that's remnants. And this is where <laughs> neutral attorney steps in and says, I mean, this is not a remnant of a personality. This is a fully formed articulate personality. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, um, Scar was like, Oh my God, I'm so glad I said so many sentences. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and it was hard to do for him too. Yeah. He was, he's out of breath. Right. But that just made me think I because yeah, she's like, this is, well, this is not like a remnant personality. And I'm like, is that a thing? Like, does like, what, yeah, like, what does that mean? True. Like, do they what know about experience? remnant personality <laughs> what's her experience with a remnant person maybe she's just saying i conceptualized it because i am imaginative and this <laughs> doesn't seem like it because i think as viewers we conceptualize what would a remnant personality be this fucking isn't it i mean i mean i don't know sometimes i feel like a remnant of my personality some days oh but... my god so do i mm-hmm. especially yeah i don't know maybe it's because people change so much so while the triad's going on, we do, we do cut back a couple times to the Teal'c and Carter super spy episode. Yes, I call the B plot. The title of that is "Uh Oh, Arrogance Killed the Tolan Star." Mm, they're surreptitiously following the Jaffa guys who are the Jaffa bros who are wandering around because they have nothing to do. They can, they can't even be intim- intimidating. They're just walking around the square. Which they've never done before. They've never casually strolled before. It probably hurts. They're they're like this is uh, this is uncomfortable. But they actually do go to a place. Carter and Tilk see them setting up some shit, looking at like a code panel on mm-hmm. one of their cannons. Yeah, their their Star Wars um, space missile net cannons. Yeah, they're like yeah. something's going on. And so, yeah, so, so we, cut, so we cut to Carter and Nareem chilling. Right. And pretty quickly, it turns out not only is Jalinar annoying as fuck to hear about all the time, but it's a real clip blocker because <laughs> Sam is like, she's like, listen, motherfucker, a lot's happened to me since we last spoke. It seems like you want to lean in for a hot kiss, but listen. I was Jolinar. I don't even know. I don't know. Are, do I have feelings for you or does Jolinar have feelings for you? Which seems fucking ridiculous. She already had feelings for him. Jolinar 
she's acting like Jolinar takes over who she is, which never happens. This is the first time I've heard any issue that Sam has. So I think Sam just decides she doesn't like Noreen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's probably because he did such a piss poor job explaining the triad. (laughs) And she's just like, oh, she's like, She's like, oh, what a beta. He should be on Tori and Sarah's imaginary podcast for non-toxic men. This is the year 2000. I only like toxic men. Well, and because Nareem, well, he does put it on pretty thick. He, he's like, oh, well, yeah, hey, so I just really, she's like, I got something to tell you. And he's like, yeah, Whoa. which is it's like kind of a thing where like, I don't want you to kiss me. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> no, but she actually she's like the yeah, the goal will have a plan. They're doing something. Like, I, can you oh, like, hold on right. for one sec? Uh, no, yeah, I can't. I can't anyway. Anyway, so yeah, maybe it's strategic because because he's not listening. You know, that's right. And so maybe she really does want to make out with him, but she's just like, I've got to find some way to get his mind off of um, this hot bod that I'm rocking. Yeah, yeah. What 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 what, what could it be? What could it be? Jolinar, Jolinar. So Jolinar. I was Jolinar. <laughs> Shuts Nareem down and tells him about the weird Jaffa shit. And so he's like, all right, okay, well, let's, I guess, fine. That's probably not a thing, but uh, we'll check let's it out. Let's go tell Gray, old Gray Bun over here how it works or what's up. Cool caller lady. She's also, you could call her a lot of things. You call her Silver Bun. You call her Woman in Charge. You could call her a bit of an arrogant asshole. <laughs> Apparently. They, the yeah. Tolan have a little bit of a pride problem as well. Apparently, they certainly do. I mean, people with that advanced of technology should know that, like, technology can not work sometimes, and or get fucked yeah. with, or like, or that sometimes if you have complex technology, the simplest ideas can take down your tumble your whole system. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they're all they're all at the code door with the Jafar at, and they're like, yeah, it's not that, that. No, they can't do anything to us. We got we got all these all around the system. Like if they try to shoot one, the other ones will just shoot where they pinpoint the source. Unless they do it all at once. And they're like, that's not, that's, that's That's impossible. impossible. That's not, no, that's not a thing. I, my aren't we cocky is a statement I fully endorse. (laughs) I co-sign that. And I, I, at this point, honestly, I kind of am looking forward to the Tolan getting attacked. Yeah. I mean, don't you remember the the other episode with them? Like the one guy, like he's not in this episode. Like the one no, guy. No, he's not. Who yes, I remember him. So fucking pretentious pretentious. Yeah. Maybe it's called pretense in part because of that. A mate. Good job, Catherine Powers. Yeah, Shit. that does make it a good title, doesn't it? Yeah, just change it to pretentious. <laughs> not <laughs> from yeah, pretense yeah. to pretentious. <laughs> well, so so now this argument gets made about because because so this this woman she just cuts this off she's like absolutely not you're trying to sway the court by by casting aspersions mm. on to the gold yeah. um we're not having any of it so you're done you're done here if you do this one more time i'm not finding in your favor you're done i'm going to find new so, lawyers new yeah, new, right. new acorns you're right. They are going to find, they're not going to, it's not going to affect the finding, but they won't be able to defend Scara and somehow they feel the most qualified. So that's a big problem for them. <laughs> um, so, 
they're like, so O'Neill is like, cut it off. And like Sam and Teal'c are like, but are you kidding? And he's like, no, because um, to me, I've waited out and one Scara is greater than a million Tolan or however many. <laughs> so um, the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many arrogant asswipes. Yeah, no, I, I love Teal'c in this scene because he's like, these people are fucking idiots. Like, I, <laughs> I know the Goa'uld. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, and it's like, look, I'm going to keep looking for them, O'Neill, whether, whatever you say. I mean, what else are we, me and Carter going to do? There's no coffee shops. There's no bars. We're j- there's like, just cement what's up parks. What's this fucking planet? What, like, yeah, we got nothing else to do. So we might as well just like, you know, keep an eye out. Yeah. It's like the 1970s. There's nothing but cement parks. <laughs> That's your only third space. <laughs> well, so uh, even though O'Neill gives him a direct order, Teal goes and visits Laya. Mm. The Knox. Teal is pretty sweet in this scene. Yeah, it's a good little scene. Yeah. Because she's like, you better not be here to sway the trial. And he's like, I would never. And she's like, well, you better not be here to talk about the the, the two seekers. He's like, wouldn't think gross. of it. Wouldn't do it. Not even here to talk about something else. And she's still like, yeah, I don't know about this. And he's like, listen, I'm here explicitly against O'Neill's orders. And then she's suddenly like, yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> That is so fucking true. It's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, because yeah, because Teal'c's like, yeah, you know, I don't know about any of this kind of stuff. You know, like I'm not really worried about any of it. The only thing I know is that I have to be that they, that the Goa Uld are being strategic, and so I need to be strategic, and so and I need you for for this plan. Right, and she's like, I don't do war. I only do like camouflage. And he's like, Yeah, as you know as someone who only does camouflage, it's fucking useful. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't thought of a way to use it. And I have, but okay, no, here we are. It's good. Yeah, it's good. So that's it. We don't know. We don't know the plan. They don't tell us the plan. We're going to have to find out later. Oh yeah. Well, we cut back to the triad and Laya comes in a little late. Yep, she's tardy. She said, I'm sorry for my tardiness. I know what that's like. I'm saying that all the time. But I do prefer to use the word tardy because it seems lighter than late. I'm like, mm. oh, sorry, I'm tardy. It's nice. Yeah, I should use yeah. it more often. Yeah, it's not just for elementary school. <laughs> well, well, and Zipakna wants to make a challenge. And he decides mm-hmm. he's bringing the system under trial. Yeah. Because he's like, all right, so... If those guys win, it means Clarell dies because he needs a host. We need a host. He's going to die. Yeah. If we win, everyone lives. That's right. And I was like, is this Tolana? No, this is middle America. <laughs> Wait. Say, say, oh, this is the Supreme Court. I mean, did did you not this get this? This is the, the Federalist Society. Did you not get this out? That That's allegory. You would think, right? I think I just am so like, I don't even want to think about this anymore. Uh, I got you. That, but like, no, I like it better now. You're totally right. And I you think, know, I think Catherine Powers was there. There's, there's a bit of like double, there's a bit of allegory going on in this episode. Right. It's the person who's, who originally had the body 
And the other thing's a parasite. Yeah. And I fully feel like that. Um, that's just my feeling. I know not everyone feels like that, but not everyone has to treat that like a parasite because they don't feel that way. Good for them. That's important. Probably. No, I mean, no, I think you can go through this entire episode and see, and see it almost as a one-to-one. God, you're so right. Yeah. In, in, in like, in like a late nineties, like early two thousands sort of way, you know, but still it, somewhat it, timeless. Oh, totally. Well, apparently you would think it wouldn't be motherfucking timeless, but apparently in 2022, it seems timeless or timely or t- pretty upsetting. Or- Anyway, I think this is the part where he, where, isn't this the part where he uses, he flips their argument against him. He's like, fine, we stipulate that something of the host remains and yeah. we're trying to make both things live. Yeah. And so we fucking turned your, uh, this is pretty sweet move. I mean, this argument is, this wise. is, the, go- this is like, the goal of old's bread and butter. The, the only way both of them are going to live is if they both live in this fucking body. So yeah. we win. Boom. Let's vote now. Well, and, and, and well, and so they're like, well, you can just get a new host, and and then even Laya's like, but who would be the host, Daniel? Like, who would you, you make someone else do it? And and then and then Daniel, Mister, I'm thinking more, I'm I'm leaning more towards consent. He's like, <laughs> he'd like That's someone weird. who would choose to be a host. Get one of them, right? But no, who would choose to be a host to the Gould? You know who would a sociopath? Well, <laughs> a narcissist. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't believe they're even trying. You know what? Oh my God. There's so many humans who would willingly be a host to a Gould and like thrive and like thrive on the evil shit they do. I can't believe that this is even an issue. Oh my God. This whole show has just been blown apart for me. <laughs> is it a fan cast now? No. Oh, it's gotten been. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this moment. I'm <laughs> like, oh, this show makes no sense. It made me think of the Tokra, right? Like, yeah, like you know, Pete, you know, people on their deathbed, things like that. It's like, point is, right. da- Daniel's answer to that is apt. But uh oh, uh oh, we're interrupted in the middle of this part of it. With- hey, hey, Nareem, Teal, Carter, what are you doing here? Oh well, it's just that we wanted you to look at this weird screen that comes up out pops up out of your desk so you could see that there is a ghouled mothership about to enter our airspace yeah what that pisses me off she said i don't like that at all what's this and then he's like zapodnak or i forgot his name zapodnak is yeah. like you know what um we're just we just assume we're gonna win and that's our celebratory that's, yeah that's our home that's ship. our limousine so uh, yeah we're just getting yeah. ready <laughs> They're already popping. They're already popping some. The, some par- the parking is horrible. We're trying to get in early. That's right. We got to get that rock star parking because we're going to have a rock star exit. And she's like, okay, but if the minute you're getting awfully close to our spare airspace and we, our cannons are going to start taking you out. Oh, so they say, that's fine. We won't do it. And then he's like, Hey, let's have a vote. Let's 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 this trials over. I did a challenge. Let's vote. And then she's like, hey, I say, I say when the voting ends, well, when the voting's time is over, yeah. when the trial's over. Yeah. And then she's like, looks at um, Jack and Daniel and is like, is it voting time? And, and they're basically like, yeah, yeah, we're not, yeah, we, yeah sure. sure. We don't really have much else to say. And we didn't even give a closing <laughs> statement, but sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, so they vote, and the lawyers vote as one would expect for their yeah. clients. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they better. Well, so Lai obviously gets the actual one vote to decide, and right. uh, and well, and but and you know, and she and she like waffles. She's like, they both have to live. But right. but the uh, I award priority of the body to the original owner. Well, she's like to live as a host is to not live at all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She says. And yeah, so she so a yay. Scar wins again. Pretty blase response to this. Well, a little bit. Amazing yeah. win. Like even from Scar. <laughs> Like everyone's like, cool, 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 cool. Well, because because he's because yeah, again, because he's like exhausted. He's like, oh, this great, 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 right. great. Well, guys, why isn't great. Daniel more relieved? Why I don't know. Jack happier? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Even like, why isn't it Zappernack like? I don't know. More upset. Well, oh, I know why he's not upset because he's got space balls. He's got a plan. Yeah, I don't even know what that space ball is that he rolls. Everybody's like, all right, we're leaving now. And we're going to wait for the Tok'ra to come and, and get this, this pest out. out we, don't, of, we, we, uh, we don't learn what the ball is. Like, we don't learn. No. Was it a bomb? Was it a communication device? I, it must be, you know, maybe it's a communication device. Because I feel like our half of the gate gang who's in the courtroom with Skara sees it. And it causes them to, like, be like, we got to get the fuck out of this building. Because we don't know what it is. But there's no payoff to that. Well, no, because Teal fucking head dives <laughs> into Zapakna, into his arms. He drops the ball. Yeah. Roll oh, I thought he rolled it. Wow. I really watched it too fast. Oh, yeah. You, sh you should at the very least rewatch it for Teal's fucking head dive. It's fucking amazing. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then and then Teal grabs Zapakna and chokes him out in like two seconds. And then they all and then O'Neill is like, it's it's kind of weird because he's like, this all right, gang, weird. we did it. Let's get out of here. Because the Gouldies are really strong. I think they'd be stronger than Jaffa. They're not gonna make Jaffa stronger than them. Tilk does Tilk, you know, he's got technique. Like that's all you can say. Like all he right, got the headlock true. in. And he's got the he's got the heart. Zapak, yeah, Zapakna wasn't ready. So, but so yeah, but they're like, okay, I guess there's an O'Neill's like, I guess there's let's get out of here. They leave Scara. Like they, like they, they just, yeah. they just like, run here, out the building. Stay here, trust me. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. But I think that silver thing was like an attack signal. Yeah, yeah. Because he had it like taped under the. Oh, you know, it's, it must be. It must have been some kind of weapon because somebody there must be a mole inside because it was stuck underneath his table, which means somebody put it in there. Just plopped it on the chewing gum underneath there. Yeah, that's weird. Like that's just like there. Like did I did he put it there? Like why did he put it there? Why not in his pocket? Yeah. So that means that would mean there's like a Tolan who's in on it. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Benedict Tolan. And how would they've gotten it through the sensors anyway? Anyway, I don't know. But anyway, attack. It's attack time. Yay. Well, yeah, it's so well, Ooh, it's so weird. And it's yay. Like, it's like, I was like, so what was Teal'c and Laia's plan that we haven't heard of yet. Yeah. I'm like, we're going to find out. Is the out, plan going to start? Because now... Well, you know, and I couldn't remember, but I knew, I was like, wait, I can't remember. Are they bombing fake? Do they not... Are they seeing them in different places? So they're still bombing, but they're not bombing the cannons. Mm. I could not... 
remember at all what the fuck was happening. And I was like, that wouldn't even work. That would not make sense. I mean, I had the thought. I was like, oh, is Laya like making an illusion of the ship to like, you know, show Zipakna's hand or something like that? But no, it's a ship. It's doing its plan. It bombard. It shoots all the ion cannons. And so they all become, and then the dogfighters come in and start shooting up the planet. I'm like, okay, guys, you can start your plan. Like, when's the plan? I know. Why are they waiting? (laughs) Also, ion cannon. What a good idea. Fucking right. (laughs) Fucking. Where'd they get, where'd they get that from? Anyways. They almost um, look like them too. (laughs) It's pretty cool. Well, so yeah, they really are just like, let's let it play out for a minute. (laughs) Also, like. All of these ion cannons have been staked out in in some way that's not visible to the toll and marked yeah. for for being bombed. So it, I feel like it doesn't matter if, say, let's say, I don't know, a Nox camouflage only one of the weapon, the planet's weapons defense system. I I feel like because it's already been marked, they would still bomb that site. Mm. They wouldn't be like, oh, I can't see anything there. That must be a mistake. They just go ahead and bomb that site. But that's not how it works. That's not what happens at all. They're not a good, they're not a good military. So yeah, that's what happened is she, Laya has, has hidden, she's cloaked one, 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 not two cannons, not a backup cannon, just one cannon. And that cannon blows up the mothership well before it blows it up there's this weird moment oh yes i had more to say too go ahead like it start they 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 reveal it and then it and it does this thing and then and then it does nothing and tilk's like that should have already fired yeah (laughs) and then tilk does my favorite thing that can ever that happens in space shows and that's where um, people from one tech and one planet show up at a totally different planet in tech. And they're like, just give me a minute with this keyboard. How? Oh, I got it. What? Like, now it fires. How did he do that? How the hell did he? And why Why wouldn't have? I, I don't. I. That... And why wouldn't it have been Sam, the, the, the big geek with computers is always tippity tapping, typing on, on people computers. And does Teal? Like he's a real renaissance man. He can do fucking everything. <laughs> so, and then, he's, um, are you saying he's a Mary Gould? <laughs> I don't know. But it's so um, fucking weird. It's uh, just a weird thing. But anyway, he gets it to work. And then Laya's like, I did that. And then Sam, who's in the military is like, I thought you were a pacifist, which is such a military personnel thing to say, like as if pacifism means like, go ahead, I'll just lie on the ground and you can stab me to death. I don't really think that's what pacifism is, but, um, and she's like, well, I didn't do it. I didn't fire on the ship and I didn't, I didn't do anything. All I did was hide a defense system and Sam's like, that's a fine line that you walked and that you didn't cross. And she was like, yeah, it is. It is. (laughs) Go fuck yourself, Sam Carter. And this is like the only episode. This is probably the first episode where since the, (laughs) since the episode where she was like treated like property and made into somebody's like bride, Mm. um, like what is that second episode? This is maybe the first episode where I'm like, I would not like to be Sam Carter. Mm. Mm. She's a, she's kind of a, asshole in this episode and we also learned that sapakna escaped through the stargate and i'm just like cannot they cannot kill one of these motherfuckers 
Mm-mm. Like they haven't killed any of them. What sucks is I, at this point, was wanting Zapakna to become kind of a regular character. And that doesn't happen. I bet I bet Kevin Durand was like, well, I don't I, I got I got other stuff to do. You know, he's probably like, I don't really love the eyeliner look that you gave me. It was kind of messy. It was so a little. I, I thought that, too. He's like, so it's going to be a pass for me until you can come up with like the time to give me just clean lines. Like, <laughs> if you could just give me something that an eighth grade girl could do in 2000, that'd be great. <laughs> Oh man. Uh well, yeah, Tarval's there and is like, you disregarded my warnings. But thank you. Not really. Like she she just says that and O'Neill's like, Yeah, uh, yeah, you were you were wrong. Do you do you see that? Do you He's like you're welcome? Do you record you recognize that? And he's like, We saved your planet. So maybe you can give us something in return. And she's like, um, you know, our policy, motherfucker. We have a prime directive and you're on the ass end of it. So eat shit. Well, I mean, she's like, yes, we probably you could probably say that we do owe you something. And he's like, yeah, maybe plans for those ion cannons. And yeah. And then she brings that up. And, and but the, and then doesn't say anything after that about what. Oh, yeah. Recompense she's- they might get. Probably she was like, here's a basket of our favorite fruit, <laughs> like the official fruit of, of our people. A one year In- subscription to the jelly of the month club. <laughs> yeah. Um, you probably can't take it home because of like some kind of parasite quarantine issue. Well, and then uh, D- Daniel rolls in with Scara and Chlorel is in a little like holder thing. They're going to take him to the toker. He's just sitting there dejected. Yeah. He, he yeah. got it. He had, he, he had a big L this episode. Mm-hmm. They're going to, well, they're going to take him to a gold planet and see if they can put him in a, another host. And I honestly don't know if we ever hear from Chlorel in another body again. Yeah. Maybe he dies. Mm, who gives a shit? <laughs> well, uh, and so, yeah, so Scar is back and he's feeling better now. Like he, he he's yeah. actually like not like exhausted and he comes in and he goes up to O'Neill and I'm like, come on guys, do the, do the, do the thing. Go back to them. Like give a little reference to the movie. No, don't do that. They do. Yeah, hug. And, what, and that would be given a little salute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was like the thing. That was like the yeah. thing in the movie, but no, they, but they hug, you know, that's pretty, it's pretty nice, you know? Well, the, it, this episode very weirdly ends like an episode of Barney Miller, where everybody's just like laughing. Ha, 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 ha. And then like, what? And then roll the credits. And I was like, this is the most satisfying ending. Like, I was like, are they going to tell us what happened? That I guess he goes back to Abydos. But I just feel like could that could that character and that actor not have gotten like two more minutes of an episode? And I guess the answer is a big fat no, because I went and looked at the next week's episode. No, it's the Dom DeLuise episode. It has nothing fucking to do with this episode. Oh, I mean, I, I want it. Well, I mean, I would hope that Alexis Cruz gets some. Well, because what one, this is like basically the last tie to the to the major plot arc of the first episode. Now yeah. it's done. That's cool. But I was That's- like, yeah, Alexis Cruz, you know, he's one of the last. Uh, actors from the movie that's he's not in, the last one uh it's him and kasuf his father oh right 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 right. There, there is so i was like well i hope he's in more i hope he that's why we say good listeners because daniel jackson's always good like, father father that is funny i don't feel like such a dickhead saying it now okay well anyway i would hope he's in more i don't know i i don't know listeners i don't uh good listeners good fathers 
I could only hope. End of episode. Yeah. Hey, Tori, were you comforted by this episode? Uh, Yeah, I liked this episode a lot. I, I was actually riveted, if only because of the allegory. Mm. I was just, I, it kind of, I thought Catherine Powers you used the concept of the Goa'uld in mm-hmm, a way mm-hmm. that, that, that was saying something. Yeah. And so I liked it if only for that, but I thought everyone was on point as well. Yeah. Uh, acting wise and also, yeah. And also a major plot point uh, from the first, very first episode was, was finished. So I, I was comforted a lot. Felt good. Uh, what about you, Sarah? Were you comforted by this episode? Well, so as I mentioned, I uh, very much uh, had a an overdone weekend, and I'm in. You can tell. Uh, I can tell now. I'm in such a state of like sort of like autistic checkout that my answer initially was like, I mean, I sort of was comforted. I loved to hate um, Zapakna or whatever. But now that we've talked about it and I'm like, yeah, this is also obvious. Of course I'm comforted by it. I love the allegory. I honestly have referred to fetuses as parasites. No, <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no offense to you fetuses uh, listening at home. Listen, just in terms of myself, I've been like, it feels I've never been pregnant and I've never wanted to be. And it turned out I had bomb equipment, which was great for me. What a happy coincidence. Um, not great for everybody, but great for me. And, uh, I always was like, it would feel so creepy to have this little like parasitic thing. And there's a book about that actually called the robot revolution that talks about how we're genetic robots and the i the idea of us just not even reproducing is revolutionary to to our genetic coding and our drive to carry on our genes so whoa that sounds really legitimately that sounds very interesting what's yeah. it called the robot revolution hey tori yes so when you were watching mm. did you feel like um Hells yeah, I want to be that character. Yay! Or yeah, that's who I want to be. Did you feel like, did you feel like there was like a uh-uh, no, no way, nay, nah, can't do it? And like sort of a lateral move, a meh. I mean, I'm kind of already that character, so take it or leave it. Did you have those? Uh yay, a maybe and a nay or a yeah, meh, nah. Uh uh, yes, I did. Uh my yeah is Scara. Uh, he's free. I mean, totes. I, I that's all I can say. My ne is not necessarily a character, but it is whatever the Tolan's debt repayment plan will be, because it's probably going to be ass. <laughs> like repayment to humanity. Well, yeah. O'Neill's like, what are you going to give us in return? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah, we'll give you something. Whatever it's going to be, it's probably going to be shit. Yeah. So that's my meh. And my meh is Teal and Laya's plan. Like. <laughs> Wait, let me ask you a quick question. Oh. Do you think it's going to be shit like O'Neill's going to ask for something hard to give? Or do you think O'Neill's going to get shit? Oh, yeah. Like hardly. O- o- O'Neill's already asked. He's not going to ask again. That They're going right. to they're going to offer something. And what they're, they're going to offer, offer. Like, here's here's our favorite book. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, my man is Teal can lie his plan because uh, I mean, 
I guess it worked in the end. Yeah, the mothership got got blown up fine. But yeah, yeah they did get attacked and some shit got fucked up. It got a lot of people I think got unalived. Probably. So good job. Good job. Good job. Yeah, like, Tilk, you you are being strategic. You could probably have been a little more strategic. <laughs> or a little faster <laughs> on your strategery. So meh. Yeah, you know, meh. Eh, yeah, meh. Yeah. Uh mm. what about you, Sarah? What's your yet net may? For this episode, <laughs> <laughs> my yay is teal. Nice for getting their asses saved in the long right, run. Right. That is true. Yeah, but but you make good points too, so I feel a little sheepish. My nay is Nareem because mm. of Jalinar, the clip blocker <laughs> and talk blocker. My meh is that. Uh, the triad lady lead lady silverbun. Oh, oh silverbun, yeah. Yeah, she got knocked down a peg or two. Am I right? Mm, mm-hmm. And that's my meh because I'm like, I know that feeling. Yeah, and it's not the good. worst thing that could happen to you. She probably needed it. We could all use that. I mean, seriously, like that was their whole thing. This whole episode was that they they're you know they're uh, fuck. What's the word? Incorrigible? Incorrigible? No. Uh, I feel like it's an I word that you're looking. for. Probably doesn't feel good. Probably doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel good that neither. I mean, it, of us felt, can it re- felt good to us, the audience. Right, but it doesn't feel good that neither of us can remember what word you're looking that also, for. That doesn't feel good. Uh, <laughs> I hate losing vocabulary on a daily basis. I know. It's like I watching know. pages of the dictionary burn. I swear to God. <laughs> it totally is. I'm like, oh, they just they get harder and harder and harder and harder to 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 find make cogent and eloquent remarks uh, uh, i know and i had the to pull i had to pull those two words cogent and eloquent i understand out of, the, out of the safe sometimes i just let my mouth roll and see if if i'm not if i'm disconnected from thinking if the right words just will come out and it happens they do oh yeah 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 it's like it's like it's like a mouth memory i can think of i words that are close but i know it's not the ones that we want so, but I kind of want to bring up inconceivable. Inconceivable. They were very um, inconceivable this uh, this episode. Mm. I do not think that word means what you think it means. Mm. Yeah. All right. Do you want to know about season three, episode sixteen? Wow, sixteen. Damn, we're. I can't believe it. It's amazing. Um, yeah. 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 Please. Uh, yeah. What do we got? What's going on? It's called. Ergo, but not ergo, ergo with a U. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right. All right. This is written by Anonymous from IMDb. The SG1 team embark on a trip to visit a planet with an idyllic beach, but as soon as they step through the Stargate, they find they are back at the SGC. They thought that they just left, but they've been missing for hours. They soon discover that an alien device has been implanted in their brains and a being called Ergo reveals himself to the team, but no one else can see him and he's extremely irritating. Will they be able to extract him before they lose their minds? Oh my God. Well, I, I'm looking at IMDb as well at this moment and this is the Dom DeLuise episode. Yes. He's Ergo. Or Yergo. Could be Yergo. Yergo, 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 Yergo. Uh, cool. I love Dom DeLuise, so I'm excited. For I that. love Dom DeLuise myself, and a bunch of people are probably like, "Who the fuck is Dom DeLuise?" And that's 
Not my problem. He was a chill bro back in the day. That's all he needs. Yeah. Know. Like, listen, he's director Peter DeLuise's fucking dad. I'm going to spoil it. Did he direct his own father? Uh, yes. He did. He did. He also shows up. He also shows up in a really cute quick scene as young as like a younger Ergo. Nice. I think this, this is, this will actually be very comforting, fun to watch. Cool. I don't know. I feel like it all gets more fun from here. Like, like you just said, we wrapped up that storyline that started at the very beginning of the show. Yeah. And, and it's like, we can breathe into new space. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. All right. Good stuff. Oh, oh, uh, come try Come try These things. Such as Finn River Cider. Uh, Finn River Cider, farm crafted and fermented off the Olympic Peninsula, Washington, the state of Washington in the United States of America on planet Earth. Come try a dirty martini, one of the very few cocktails that comes with its own snack. The snack is complimentary. Yeah, you don't even have to pay extra for that shit. It's the no. price of a drink that doesn't have a snack on a skewer in it. They don't calculate the price of those olives in there. Olives are uh-uh. like pretty, you know. They're thinking those olives are like lemon wedges. That's ridiculous. I bet, in fact, if you're ordering a drink that doesn't come with a snack, you're subsidizing my snack. So you might as well get in on that snack action. Consider it a bar entitlement. But don't be asking for those olives on the side when you're drinking like an IPA or something like that. Those olives no. are for the for the for the other people. I mean, yeah. And you could what you could do is you could connect with somebody who likes a martini and likes the brine but hates the actual olive, and you guys would make a great match. So try that, Should everybody. I have an app for that. Anyway, uh come try it. Come try it. Awesome. All right. Thanks for sticking around for that. You've earned our last segment. A complimentary last segment. What's it called, Tori? Oh, uh, oh, you want me to do it? It is called Get, Get to, to Know, know your, your Host. Okay. So this is a segment where we talk about ourselves in a structured way. And the structure we're using is a very weird deck of cards called Talking Point Cards for Couples. It is a, I believe it is a marital therapy device that I ordered off of Amazon. Not that kind of marital therapy, but the kind where we have, uh, it says on the box, conversations with purpose. Tori, yeah. are you ready for this week's question? Conversations with purpose. I mean, I'm ready. Yes. Okay. Ooh, this one's harder than last week's. Last <laughs> week's was, do you want to have kids? This week's is. Um, do you feel like we work as a team on making decisions? Explain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's on the card. The word explain at the end. (laughs) I'm holding it up on the zoom so you can see I'm telling the truth. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. And explain. (laughs) Yeah. Cause any decisions that like need to be made. Either when when a decision is brought up in either of our minds, we we bring it to the other person. Agreed. I mean that yeah, that's how I've operated. Yeah, same. I feel the same way. Like I wouldn't want to make a decision without you. I feel like the only instance of of that not happening 
was when we ended the last podcast. And we did make that decision together. Oh, we but did make that decision together. Yeah, I felt like I drove that decision pretty heavily. Oh, well, like, yes, but it's not like you didn't explain it. That's true. It's not like I was just like, well, I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like we do. I would actually rather have you make a decision by yourself than without you. <laughs> well, then make one without you because I feel like making one, one without you would make me feel so terrible. Well, uh, uh, folks, uh, thanks for getting to know us a little more, uh, realizing yeah. we're a dynamic duo and we're going to keep going. Yeah. For, for it, your sake and ours. And if you want us to get to know you a little bit, you can shoot us an email at verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and join our one friend, Mike. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Join him. Tell us, tell us, tell us your thoughts. And uh, yeah, you can listen to more episodes at our website, theseventhsymbol.com, as well as, you know, most podcast apps of uh, your choosing, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, etc. And uh, feel free to uh, give us uh, some five stars. Oh yeah, like whatever. Like don't like don't hold back on our our account. Feel totally feel free. Those, those stars are free. Say how great we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't pay cost for them. You, cost you nothing to like give us five stars. Really, if you think about it, like it had. I mean, even if you think it's a four star podcast, like it had literally has no impact on you if you give us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> so you totally good. It's not. It's not that important. It's Although, not like it's a. Fi- there's no financial transaction here. Sarah. Sarah. If if someone like gives us a one star review, yeah, the random eBay seller <laughs> would we not be at the very least compelled to be like, hey, what what's up? Let's go. Let's, hey, let's talk about this. <laughs> I would want to talk about it. Actually, yeah. I mean, I, say- I, I I wouldn't threaten them with with a blockage of a website of anything. Of any kind. <laughs> Not that I have that power. Uh, well, the the hilarity of thinking I would try to buy something from them again is quite funny. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if anybody, if I were to create any product or sell any product and somebody had some complaint about that product, I would at least have a conversation with them about it. That would be what I would enjoy. Tell me more. Tell please tell me more. You listener who has problems, oh, Joe, tell yeah. us, tell me more when my product is one star. I, I would like to know. Unless it's just mean, like if you don't like my voice oh, well. or you don't like, or you don't like Tori's voice, then just move on, move along. Well, that's just not constructive. Yeah. If you were not comforted, tell, tell us, tell us why. And we'll try. <laughs> And we'll try to comfort you. We'll try, like we'll try to become like be so grandma's chill. quilt or your favorite fluffiest slippers. That's that's all we want. Let's play that for role. a mask that doesn't chafe your nose or the backs of your ears. All right. Well, well, Sarah. I mean, I think uh, I think that's the end of this episode. Oh, okay. All right. Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah. Bye. Bye.